Hi everyone. Um, I hope everyone's doing well. Um, on this evening's call, we're going to talk about the many scholarships that California students um, who are blind or low vision can receive within the state of California. And um, we have a few guest speakers that are going to talk about um, the scholarships that, uh, that we can um, go after and um, potentially receive. And so um, since I see that he's here, um, Kinchuk, can you talk about the Lighthouse Guild Scholarship, um, the details of um, like what is it and um, what the requirements are as far as, and also the amount of money that you may receive and then like the, um, like what you're expected to do to receive that amount? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll start off by introducing myself briefly. So my name is Kinchuk Tella. I go by he, him pronouns, and I am from the state of Ohio, where I go to school at Miami University. And as far as my affiliation with the National Federation of the Blind goes, I serve as a board member for the National Association of Blind Students, as well as a board member for the Ohio affiliate. And so my experience within the blind community kind of started through with the scholarship processes uh, when I was going from my 12th grade year in high school to my first year of college. Uh, and one of the first scholarships I came across online was the Lighthouse Guild Scholarship. And it was very prestigious in that, um, as many people in the community know, Lighthouse Guild gives a lot of money out to uh, blind students, very high uh, level scholarships. And this is a private company, a company whose mission I believe is to focus on providing resources for low vision or blind people, such as uh, technology, as an example. And when I was applying to scholarships, this stood out to me because it was a bit more in-depth than uh, the normal scholarship in that this application was also very specific. And what I mean by that is they only offer scholarships to incoming college freshmen and graduate students. So if you are a already in undergrad school, uh, let's say you're a software junior, you are not eligible for the Lighthouse Guild Scholarship. Pretty much only incoming freshmen are eligible, or if you're going into grad school or continue your grad school program. And so as a high school senior, I was eligible to apply. And so I did. And the application consists of uh, your typical uh, questions like your name, your uh, hometown, your school, GPA, et cetera. But there's two essays. Now, the first essay is like a personal statement as to basically what makes you unique and what you want to do with your life, <laughs> you know, pretty much your career aspirations and kind of your view on blindness or your disability. And the second essay is an essay about your teacher. Now, what this is about is like, it asks you to describe a time where a teacher has had a positive influence on you and your path towards your education. And so in my case, as a uh, performer in high school, I did a lot of uh, music, marching band, pep band, uh, competitive concert band, things like that. I, For me, my band directors were very important to me, people that helped me grow, not just academically, but also a uh, uh, personally and get through a lot of my um, uh, struggles with blindness, especially allowing me, allowing me to do something and excel at something that I didn't think I could do. Music being a very visual activity in many cases. So I talked about my, um, my, my, my band teachers, my band directors, their influence on me. And I turned my application in with those two essays. And now one more thing that makes Lighthouse Guild so special is that 
out of all the winners of the scholarship, they select one winner per class to not only give the student like scholarship money, but also to give um, an award, a scholarship, not scholarship, sorry, a financial award to the teacher the student talks about. So unfortunately, my teacher was not chosen for that award, but somebody in that class's teacher was. And so I believe Lighthouse Guild in my year, which is 2019, they gave out 10 scholarships, each around the amount of $7,500. And that's kind of variable in that some years they give out $10,000 awards, or some years they might choose 15 recipients and give out a, a lesser amount of money. Um, however, it's a, they select people based on their essay responses primarily. It's a merit-based award. It's not financial need-based. They don't ask you for FAFSA information or any kind of financial need information. And so that's my experience with Lighthouse Guild. Is there anything that I could uh, touch on that I haven't touched on yet? No, I think um, the details you gave are really valuable. Um, and then I think the next scholarship that I'm actually gonna talk about is the Dell M. Schodler Scholarship, which is available to um, CSU students who have visual impairments. And I actually was a recipient of this scholarship this year. And this scholarship ranges in the amount of $10,000 over one school year. So the first semester you receive $5,000. And then the second semester you receive another $5,000. And in order to be eligible, you just have to have a visual impairment. And then um, your doctor fills out a form. And then um, you're able to submit that with your application. And then um, you're also asked to write an essay about um, your major, the challenges you faced um, in your higher education journey and um, your community service work. And then where you see yourself um, going within um, your career and like where, um, you know, where and why you chose that career, um, which is, you know, really helpful to know. Um, and just knowing that it is a $10,000 scholarship is huge. Um, and it's a simple process. And the fact that they also um, give out 39 scholarships to students within the 23 CSU campuses is also very notable to know because um, I don't know of any other college system that does that. So just knowing that it doesn't matter what CSU you go to, you can receive it. Um, but one thing that you have to keep in mind is that um, I believe the other CSUs besides CSU um, San Francisco, you have to apply within um, the first part of the year and then CSU San Francisco students take priority over that because um, the scholarship was started at San Francisco State. Um, and then, um, Ethan, I hate to put you on the spot. I was going to message you about this, but can you talk a little bit about the California NFB scholarship and your experience? Yeah, um, of course. Thank uh, you. so I mean, <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, so the NFB of California scholarship is a, a state wide scholarship for um i believe it's mostly students or um all students who are aiming to um make an impact like either through a degree and you can actually receive this 
money based upon pretty much um, it's answering this application and there's a lot of short prompts that you have to answer. And, you know, with this, they really try to get a good perspective of like um, your involvement in the blind community and what you have been working towards for, you know, your professional career and what are, you know, your sort of your hobbies and things that you'd like to get involved in. Um, and I think they're really searching for someone who is uh, well-rounded as well as passionate about their work and who has a drive. So um, yeah, it, I believe the money also ranges um, some years. It's, I think the range is roughly 500 to $1,000 typically. And so, um, yeah, I, I think it's great scholarship and it really gives different students around California an opportunity to uh, receive the aid they need. And it's not based upon, you know, what school you go to or um, what you're trying to study. So I like that it's general in that sense and it gives more students the opportunity to apply and to take a shot. Um, Ethan, when is it presented? Oh, yeah. Um, not exactly sure when it opens, but it is uh, due at around, I want to say mid-October, and they present it at the California convention, state convention. And so you attend that, and if they think, um, you know, if you have attended enough events, and if you show a willingness to sort of participate, and to be involved in the convention, then you're awarded. And that typically happens around the, I want to say mid-October to early November is when the convention happens. If there's anything else you'd like to know, you can ask me. Thank you, Ethan. Um, and then, Kinchuk, can you talk about the National Scholarship and your experience? Yeah, For so, National Federation of the Blind National Scholarship. Yeah, so the National Federation of the Blind National Scholarship is arguably like the premier blind scholarship for students. It's one that, unlike Lighthouse Guild, it's very broad in that it allows anybody who's going to a full-time academic institution to apply. So it's not limited to just uh, incoming freshmen or graduate students or, or, or anything. And it's also uh, not exactly, I don't know what the exact term is, but it's not financial need-based and it's not directly merit-based it's kind of like um you, you show your you show your qualities through the application they pick you based on your qualities and uh, i guess uh, your your intentions and if you will but it, i would say it's leaning more towards merit-based than financial aid financial need-based and so the, the national scholarship the national federation of the blind is a annual scholarship that is awarded to 30 students per year and for context is around 500 to 600 applicants per year so it's very competitive and something that I have, I, I kind of, um, let's say, struggled with for, for many years and that I actually applied in 2019 and then I what, did not get the scholarship. And so I applied again in 2020 and did not get the scholarship again. And so one thing about the scholarship is that oftentimes applicants need to apply multiple times to like really, to really get their chances higher. So eventually on my third time, you know, third time's a charm, right? I luckily... I uh, gratefully uh, got the scholarship uh, as a finalist and they call them finalists. But the, the reason why they're called finalists is because the actual scholarship you are given, because it is usually a variable amount, is not declared until the end of the National Federation of the Blind Annual Convention. So 
as, a, as there's 30 finalists, so as a finalist, I was not sure exactly how much scholarship money I was receiving or what, what my scholarship exactly was. All I knew is that I was in the 30 people that was receiving a scholarship. And so what this scholarship is also interesting that it's not just a financial award, but also it gives you an opportunity and experiences mentorship and uh, community and that they require you to, they fully fund and require you to attend the National Federation of the Blind annual convention. And un unfortunately last year when I was a finalist, it was virtual, but even still, the program was still very impactful for me in that you would get daily mentors during the week-long convention and participate in several workshops and programming that's designed just for the scholarship finalists. And at the end of the, at the, end of the convention, um, that last day at the at the banquet, they the scholarship committee announces who has earned each award, if you will, and so that's then given out. And uh, in my experience, I was awarded the Oracle STEM scholarship as I was um, going into a STEM field. And the scholarship ranges in the amount of three thousand dollars baseline to, I believe it's twelve thousand is a top scholarship. But then additionally, there's also other donors. So for example, Google, Google donates a Chromebook and $1,000 to every finalist. So let's say you were receiving a $6,000 baseline scholarship, you would truly walk away with $7,000 and a Chromebook. So, but one thing that's important to note as well is that as of recent, the scholarship committee and the National Federation of the Blind have changed the amounts that's being awarded and that they're changing the variability of the scholarship amounts to a universal $8,000 baseline. So starting 2022 national convention, each scholarship will be at least $8,000, which where most of them will be $8,000. And I believe I might be wrong on this, but I believe that there's one or two specialty ones that might be a little bit higher, but they're reducing that variability that uh, I guess, that, that aspect of the scholarship to where they're now increasing the increasing the baseline amount. So out of the 30 scholarship recipients in 2022, each of them will walk away with at least $8,000. The, and that's not including the additional sponsorships like the Google sponsorship. That's my uh, experience with the national scholarship. Let me know if I can add anything else to um, that. When is when is the dead or when is the um, period to um, file for the scholarship? Yeah, so I don't know the exact details, but I believe that the scholarship opened December first, twenty twenty one, and it'll close um, sometime late spring. I'm I'm thinking it's like late March or early April that it'll close. And then also, I know on that scholarship, they require that you um, speak with your um, state president or yes. state affiliate president. Is that correct? Yeah. So I actually forgot to touch on the actual application. My bad. So like all scholarships, they ask you for general information, such as proof of blindness, transcript, or I believe trans it's actually optional. Transcript's optional. But they allow you flexibility in that they allow you to attach different documents as you see fit. So... For me, I decided to attach a letter of recommendation and my transcript to my application. But what everybody has to submit is an essay, uh, no more than 600 words. 
and that essay is like a personal statement that's pretty much anything you want to write about yourself. It can be a story, it can be your aspirations, whatever you think is represents what you offer to the scholarship committee and why you deserve a scholarship. And so also after you submit your application, you are required to contact your local affiliate. So in my case, as I'm in Ohio, I contacted my Ohio president, Richard Payne, and he is then assigned to interview each scholarship application applicant in Ohio and basically write a letter recommendation on their behalf to submit to national. So if you are not, if you don't do the interview portion of the application, you're not eligible for the scholarship. So that has to be complete or else the, it'll be considered an incomplete application. Is the um, aspect of um, speaking with your um, affiliate president, is that a new aspect or has that always been the case? In my experience, it's always been the case. So I applied in 2019 and I actually forgot to do this. So don't do what I did. I got a call in like middle of May um, from the national office, somebody telling me that I, I have not submitted my, uh, my uh, I've, I've not contacted like my affiliate president for an interview which I didn't really know of at the time. So as far as I can remember, I did, I've had to contact them and schedule an interview with the, um, your lo the local affiliate. I see, okay. Um, the next scholarship that I'm actually gonna talk about because our representative unfortunately didn't have access to audio is the California um, Post-Secondary Education and Disability Scholarship or CAPE. And um, this scholarship is for, um, or there are several scholarships for many different students. Um, and um, these scholarships range from an assistive technology scholarship, um, a couple scholarships for students with learning disabilities, and even students who want to pursue an education in higher education, specifically with students with disabilities. And um, these scholarships range anywhere from $500 to $1,000. So when I applied, um, I was specifically looking for a scholarship to pay for assistive technology, specifically a talking scientific calculator. So I applied for that scholarship and actually got it. And um, from what I remember, it was just um, writing an essay, just a basic personal statement, um, and then an application proving, um, and then also proving that I have a disability. So getting verification from my school's disability office. And then um, I also, once I was selected, um, I had to send in a video just thanking the um, donors for giving me the scholarship. But um, in the past, I've actually attended the conference um, as, as a participant, so I think in the past, they did require that participants um, attend the um, convention, but the particular year that I applied for it, it wasn't required. So um, that's just another scholarship that um, many can go after if you're in need of what they're able to provide. Um, and other than that, I think that's the last scholarship that we were going to touch on because our other, pre our other presenters didn't show. So thank you, everyone. <laughs>